everybody, this is Vicki. Thank you for coming to the channel. Thank you for all the subscribers. I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate your prayers. And please know that Chuck and I pray over you. We pray over your families and your circumstances, whatever they may be. And we, while we don't know them all, we know Father knows them. And we absolutely hold you guys up in prayer. We want to see his will fulfilled in your lives as well as in ours. And we know he's our provider. He meets all of our needs. So we just take those things to him and, and pray for him to have his way. Also, there are a couple of orders of business I want to take care of before I get into the message. He did give me a message this morning, started it last night, spoke to me through the night about it, and then this morning gave me the fullness of it. I have prayed over it. Chuck has prayed over me in delivering what he's given. And... Um, <clears throat> and you guys, um, there, I, okay. I don't want to get all confused here. Okay. First thing, thank you for the subscribing that you guys, thank you for my subscribers. That's just blesses us so much. We, we love knowing that people hear God's voice and the things that I say to you. We, uh, also we want to thank the ones who have made, uh, given us gifts, sent us gifts financial gifts because we've told you that we have we don't have income now we don't have jobs we lost our jobs and I'm not going to go into all that now I'm just going to tell you that uh, we appreciate so much the help that we have been given God bless you guys we we really do appreciate it and also to tell you that um, I know I said this on past videos but I want to say it again if you do if you do uh, send us gifts, financial gifts to help us with our home, not because of the ministry. We don't want to confuse the two. We're not, we're not asking for people to give us money for the ministry. We trust God uh, to know exactly what our needs are. And we're just letting you know that we have needs and leaving the rest between you and Father. If you feel led to help us, then thank you so much. And we ask you to share the videos. We ask that if you would, if you hear Father's voice in these videos, please subscribe, like, uh, and share so that others are able to hear as well. I don't need this for popularity. I'm not asking for this for me. I'm asking for this for the sake of getting the message out, messages out there that Father gives through me because when he's speaking to his children, he's not just talking to two or three of us. He's talking to as many as he wants to talk to, but we need to do our part to share what he, what he says. And with that in mind, I want to say, please pray. Once again, please pray over everything you hear me say, over everything you hear anybody say, because we are, <clears throat> we're so easily deceived nowadays. And I know there are people that and there are people that are just on fire to get out there and crucify people that, that they don't agree with. You guys, um, Father gave me this really neat little vision a while ago, just a few minutes ago. It was so cute. I saw, I saw a person standing there and they were punching themselves in the leg and then they were biting their own toe. And, uh, one, <laughs> it was actually very funny, but, uh, what he was saying in that was that the body needs to stop beating itself up. We're all important parts. We all have different parts. We all have different calls on our lives. We all have different responsibilities, different gifts and talents. We have different needs. We have different life experiences. God knows them all. He is the one that equips. He's the one that calls. He's the one that decides who gets what and who does what. So 
So when we catch one another and we see something we don't like, then it's, we're not supposed to beat ourselves up because that's basically what we're doing when we attack one another. We are supposed to pray for one another and encourage one another and bless one another in ways that God says, not by, you know, punching ourselves <laughs> or biting our own toe. So there you go. All the parts of the body are important. Let's edify the body by our actions. Let's encourage and strengthen the body by our prayers, with our prayers and by our love. There you go. I didn't know I was going to say all that, but that was just, that was on my heart. Um, so, okay, now let's see what else I've covered that. Oh, and at the end of the video, again today, I'm going to play another one of Chuck's songs off of his Spirit Wind CD. Those CDs are still in production. They should be out very soon, as well as my CDs and and all of that. And I'm not going to take a lot of time. I'm already five minutes into the video talking about things. But uh, for all of our all of you guys that send us uh, money to help us survive, we are uh, sending out CDs and. I know some of you are waiting. You've already asked for this. Thank you. God bless you. Some of you have left comments about how beautiful Chuck's music is. You're right. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, and I love it too. I love that he's, uh, he's in preparation right now to begin recording again here in our little home studio. And uh, so I'm excited to see what Father's going to put in him with that music as well. Now, Let's see, did I say this? No, I think I said this on my last attempt, but I kept coughing too much, so I threw that one away, uh, that video away. Uh, you guys, years ago, I was in a position of leadership in a church and had people that were serving in the same uh, department that I was serving in, and, and I was over them in the ministry, so to speak. I was responsible, and uh, they were in error they were in sin and father told me how to deal with the sin and I had to remove it was very hard uh, I had to remove these people and what ended up happening was I felt so bad and I was apologetic even in discussing with them that I was asking them to step down and I made a comment at the end of that conversation and I, in the comment I said, you know, if this was me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be handling it this way, but you know, I'm doing this because father told me, told me to do this. And I got up and walked away from that meeting and I was not 10 feet away from, from the room. And I had such a strong rebuke. Some of you already know where I'm going with this. I had such a strong rebuke. Father said, don't you ever apologize for me. Don't you ever apologize when I tell you to do something. Don't you apologize for me. And I was, it was a very solid, firm rebuke. Because in essence, although I didn't know it at the time, in essence, what I was saying when I was apologizing and explaining that I wouldn't have done what Father told me to do, Pretty much what I was saying was that I knew better than God. I didn't even know that's what I was saying, but he made it very plain that I was pretty much saying, I know better, I have more wisdom, I would have made another decision, and so on. So I have learned not to apologize for the things Father tells me to do, not to apologize for the things he tells me to say. That being said, when I was uh, 
preparing this for this video. I'm going to pull this up here real quick so I can. Okay, I don't have my glasses on, so <laughs> I'm going to try to do a video without my glasses just because the light keeps reflecting in them. And I know that can be distracting. Um, when I was preparing for this, well, first of all, last night he said to me, he said one sentence, and the sentence was, I am honest. That's what he said. He said, I am honest. And then in the night when I was up, he was talking to me about it, and he brought to mind the scripture where he says, I'm not a man that, that I should lie. And then he began to talk to me just a little bit about it. And I went back to bed, and then when I woke up this morning, I was really tired. I didn't want to get up. There's purpose for me telling you this. I didn't want to get up, and so, but he started talking to me, and they were things that I knew I wasn't going to just, I wasn't going to be able to remember them all if I didn't get up and take notes or write down what he said. And you guys, seriously, I felt a very strong sense of urgency and, uh, how would I say it, Father? Not just urgency, but I felt the intensity of his message. There are going to be people that are not going to like what the message says. I, I'm not going to apologize for it. Um, Father knows what he wants to say and he knows how to say it. And I'm also going to say that he's told me that this message doesn't necessarily apply to everyone, but that it is for many people in his body. So some of you are going to listen and already know these, these things. Some of you are going to listen and be offended perhaps because you've been taught that you've been taught different things, but father wants us to know that he loves us enough to tell us what we need to hear. And when I was talking to him about it this morning, uh, I, I wanted to be able to say something to explain or in some way, I just wondered if there was something I could say. And here's what father said to me. He said, do not try to soften the blow. I typed this up just because I didn't want to finish because it was strong. Do not try to soften the blow. The wind of my word is strong. Do not stand in my way. So I'm going to back me all of the way out of the way. And I've already asked him to help me deliver this. And Chuck's prayed over me uh, for me to deliver this. Uh, this message and for you to have ears to hear whatever it is he wants you to hear and also I'm gonna to have to make this a little bit bigger print or I'm gonna to have to put my glasses on and also once again I'm gonna to say to you please take this word to father ask him what he wants you to hear ask him to reveal truth to you I believe that when we're hungry for God he's not gonna disappoint us he's going to let us know what we need to hear I'm making the print even bigger, you guys. <laughs> I've already got it at 16 point. Okay, I think 20 point ought to be pretty good. All right. So here is what he said. And I got to scroll back up to the top now. And it's a lengthy message. I will say that while I'm getting back to the beginning. It's a lengthy message. Um, but I'm not going to tell God how long he can talk. Okay. So here's the message. And it's the title of the message. He said, I am not a man. Listen to me, my people. The time is now upon you to make your decision and take a stand. Do you believe I am who I say I am? Do you believe that I speak only truth? 
Do you think I'm like a man who lies to try to get you to do what I want you to do? <clears throat> do you think I am not capable of performing my word? I watch over my word to perform it. You find those words in the Bible, but do you believe it? Or do you think I lie? Do you think I have no power to accomplish all I said I would do? Or that my promises are simply words on a page in a book that you claim to declare is my word? Are you so double-minded that you only believe the things written therein that suit your fancy, but doubt the words that declare my intent or my requirements, promises, or plans that seem impossible to accomplish or that do not comfortably sit comfortably in your heart or mind or fit within your plans? Where is your faith? Did you lose it along the way? Did the circumstances or the false teachings you have heard cause you to turn aside from walking the path that I have declared is straight and narrow, but will lead you to life everlasting? Have you ever genuinely believed my words? Do you take lightly the things I have said and the promises I have made? Who died and left you on the throne? Who died taking your place so you could live a life of great comfort, void of hardships and living what seems some have called your best life now? My son did not. That is not why I sent him and told him to die for you. I did not send my son to be crucified by you so that you could sit back doubting my word and have your own selfish ways living on your own worthless throne. He died so you could be seated on my throne with me. My son died so you would see who is on the only throne that matters. And he made a way, made promises, and told the truth every step of the way when he walked this earth on which you have been placed. And my people are commanded to follow in his footsteps if they hope to be with me. And he always told the truth, just like his father. Too many of my people have taken my word lightly. They think they can do anything they want and that I will turn my head and wink at their sin. They refuse to believe that I am holy and that I cannot stand and will not tolerate their sin. They think that I will look away because my son died for them. That is a lie. That is a foolish, selfish, selfish, destructive, hell-bound lie. I will not look away. I will have a holy people, a people who put me, my will, and my word on the throne of their hearts and live in their positions of holiness every day. I know there will be times of failure, but when there is, when there are, there also needs to be repentance, a full turning to me, leaving their sins behind, asking me to forgive them and continuing to walk the straight and narrow path with me. They will trust and believe that I forgive. I do not expect and do not want my people wallowing in the past sins of their lives. I said that I would forgive their sins if they would come to me, not looking to a man or woman to absolve them, but looking only to me and asking for forgiveness, that I would forgive and I would cleanse them. But have my people believed my word? Or do they wallow, feeling sorry for themselves and listening to the lies of the enemy who whispers in their ears, the deceiver who says they cannot be forgiven, reminding them of what they have done and making it seem impossible to move forward in their walks with me? Who is telling the truth? The devils? The demons? the small, incapable God they have created in their own foolish minds? Or am I the one who tells the truth? Am I the one who forgives? 
Am I the one who creates and destroys, who sets things in motion and finishes the plans I have made? Am I the one who knows how to repair the broken places and heal the wounded hearts? You must decide for yourselves if you will believe my words. It is time for you to make your stand and stop playing with my words as though they were a child's building blocks to be set up and torn down again and again and again. You must decide if you will take me at my word. Do you have a problem with trusting me? Do you want to know why? Because you have never believed that I am who I say I am. Instead, you have believed that I'm only somewhat capable and that I am weak and ineffective. You believe that I change my mind and do not follow through on my promises. So many of my people think that I am bound to my conditional promises when I am not. If I say that I will do something in response to their obedience to me and they do not obey, then the promise is breached and I am not under any obligation to do my part and keep the promise. Conditional promises are broken when my people do not follow through in the conditions of the promise. I do not break the promises. When my conditional promises are broken, they are broken by people, not by me. I do not lie. I am not going to allow my people to receive the rewards of the promised blessings when I have clearly stated the conditions of those promises and my people did not keep their part. Many of my people think they can order me around, telling me what they can do and will have, demanding by their words what will happen abusing and misusing scripture about how they are to declare a thing and it will come to pass. There is no obligation on my part to listen to and obey the declarations of disobedient children. There is no obligation on my part to let anyone into my kingdom who does not obey me. Works do not ensure right of entry into my kingdom. There is one way to me and that is through my son. He told you to obey my word. But are you obeying my word, or are you picking and choosing the parts that suit you? Consider where you stand, my people. Do you think I will let you into my kingdom if you do not lay down your lives and take up your crosses and follow me? I told you to obey my son when I said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Did I not tell you also to hear him? Do you think that all I meant was to listen with your ears and not do what he says? He told you that he came to do my will. When he spoke, you were to listen, learn, and do what you heard and saw him say and do. Many of my people believe the lies of the devil. They believe that I do not care if they sin. That is a lie. They believe that I am weak. That is a lie. They believe that they can get away with anything and I will simply smile and shake my head, but do nothing about those sins. They believe that there are no consequences, that there is no hell, that there is no outer darkness, that there is no punishment for their disobedient, carefree, selfish lifestyles. Those are lies. All of them. Lies, 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 lies. I said I would have a holy people, and I meant it. I said only those who are holy will enter my kingdom. You are not the ones who decide if someone is holy. I am. I set apart those who will be mine. I see and know who ch will choose me. I see and know who will stay in their sins, professing with their mouths, but never drawing near with their hearts. I know the ones who will believe me. I know the ones who will put their trust in me. 
I know the ones who will turn away at my words and requirements because they believe those words and requirements are too hard. I know the ones who will listen and obey. I know the ones who will search out my heart to do my will. Those are the ones I will call my people, not the rebellious, disobedient, doubting, unbelieving ones who profess but do not obey. The time is drawing to a close. For many of my people, the time will end today. Some will not live beyond the sunset and some will never see another sunrise. How can you know the time? How can you know when it is your time to leave this world? Are you going to be ready? Who are you going to choose this day whom you will serve? Will it be yourself? Will it be anyone or anything aside from me? Am I the one who is weak and ineffective, faithless and unable to keep my word? Or are you? Have you taken your stand yet? Or is it time for you to stand up now? You declare that you are mine. If you are, then it is time for you to live and believe as one of mine. I am not a man. I do not lie. This world is going to be destroyed. It is still under the rule of the enemy, but even in that, it is because I allow it to be. I am stronger than any demon in hell, any fallen angel, anything that ever has been or ever or will ever be. I created it all. I am the almighty God. There is none mightier than I am. There is none with more integrity. There is none I am integrity. There is none with more power. I am all powerful. There is none with more strength, more kindness, more dependability, more love, more wisdom, more goodness, more faithfulness than I. For I am all of those things. I am everything you will ever need. But do you believe that? Do you believe that I am who I say I am? Or have you made me a man in your own eyes? If you have, then you will surely not endure to the end. You will surely lose your life because you will turn away from who I truly am and believe that you must betray me to survive. You will seek to save your life and you will lose it. You will not keep my word because you will not believe I am who I say I am. <coughs> You will die in your sin because you will not choose to believe and trust that I am who I say I am and that I mean what I say. <clears throat> Time is running out, my people. Make a stand in your hearts and minds and with your lives. Decide. Come out of the false teaching, the self-deception, the lies of the world, the lusts of your own eyes and flesh, and the pride of life that I have taught you or that have taught you that you can get away with anything and I will simply smile at your disobedience. Many of you have believed so much that is false. <clears throat> you believe the devils that tell you my word is not important. You still have not believed that I am my word and if you do not obey my word, you are not mine. Repent while there is yet time. I will forgive you if you will repent. I will not remember your sins and hold you accountable if you will repent. That is why my son came, so that you could be forgiven for your sins. But this is a conditional promise, as I spoke of earlier in this message to you. It is conditional on you turning from those sins, taking up your crosses, and following me. 
It is conditional, and I am not required to keep my end of the promise if you do not keep yours. You will not come to me because of your words or works. You will come to me because you believe me and choose to follow me, obeying my commands. Do not any longer believe that I am a man. I mean what I say, and I meant what I said in Scripture. Do not be the one who says to me on that day, Lord, Lord, we cast out devils in your name, relying on your own works to get you into my kingdom. I want all of you, your entire being, not just your actions. Your faith will declare that you believe me, and your obedient, obedient actions will prove that you do. Without faith, it is impossible to please me. Faith without works is dead. Your faith, your works, your belief, and trust are all vital. I want your hearts. I want your minds. I want all of you. Be my child here on the earth while there is still time. Change your mind about what you believe. Change your ways to prove to me what you say you believe. Stop trying to make things happen. Follow me. I know what I want. And I know how to make those things happen in your life if you will surrender to me. But you must choose today if you will believe me, or you will not walk in the path I have chosen for you. You will hold back in fear or unbelief, and you will give yourselves over, yourself over to the plans and schemes of the devils or to your own lustful heart. I am not a man. I do not lie. I do not walk and talk and live like a man. I know the frame of man, just as it is written in Psalm 103. I remember that man is dust. So listen to me and choose. Listen to me and stand up in courage, knowing that you cannot figure out everything. You cannot make your own paths straight, for I am the one who makes straight paths. My people have the responsibility to walk in those paths that I make. No man makes them. No man holds the future of all eternity in his hands. No man can do what I can do. No man and woman, all people, oh, excuse me, but man and woman, all people have the choice to believe and follow me or not. That is the gift I have given to mankind. My words are strong because it is time for my people to stop playing like children who wander into the street and are in danger of being hit and killed by speeding trucks. Many of my people are busy playing in the streets that are wide, the streets that are broad and lead to hell, and are not on the narrow path that leads, leads to life everlasting. They are in danger of being destroyed. <clears throat> they are like foolish virgins who are waiting for the bridegroom but have not prepared themselves to know when he comes. Their lamps are empty. Their obedience is lacking because they did not prepare. They did not make themselves ready. They did not believe it would be necessary to prepare. They did not believe him for what he required, and they were shut out when he arrived. If my people live in fear of man, they will be rejected by me. If my people do not trust me, then they say in their hearts that I lie. If they say that I lie, then they say that I am like a man, and they will try to save themselves in their own strength. I have declared to you that I am not a man. I do not lie. If you will not believe me, then you will not keep my word, and you will be cast aside. I am my word. I am my word. I am the word I was in the beginning, and I am God. It is written, and it is true. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I am my Word. I am not a man. 
I do not lie. I am my word and I keep my word. I watch over my word to perform it. Follow me. Obey me. Keep my word and you will be seated with me on my throne one day. Live in fear or doubt or unbelief and you will not. For the fearful, the doubting, and the unbelievers will be cast into outer darkness where there will be, where there is weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Believe that I am who I say I am, and I mean what I say. I will save you if you turn and follow me. Trust me. I am not a man. I do not lie. And he had me sign it, the word. So there you go, guys. That's a strong, strong message because he loves us so much. You know, I know there are people that listen to things like this and it just scares them. And I know there are people that listen to, to stuff like this and they just think, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't ever make it. I won't be able to make it into the, I, God won't accept me. He won't receive me. Our part is really so easy. He did the hard work. Our part is simply to lay our lives down and let him have his way. And he'll help us do that. You know, if you're struggling, if you're stumbling in some area of your life and thinking, well, that's the thing that's going to keep you out of the kingdom. I, I just want to encourage you because people write to me and ask me, well, I, I know one dear precious woman who loves the Lord so much. She's got this one sin in her life she's struggling with, and she's so afraid that she's going to go to hell because of it. And I, I just want to say, God is merciful. It does not mean he doesn't want you to stop sinning. <laughs> But he is merciful, and in his mercy, he, he sees, he knows our frame, he remembers that we're dust, but he also wants us to lay aside all of the sins that so easily beset us, and he gives us the strength that we need to be able to do that. It doesn't even matter what the sin is. Father gives us the strength we need. It's whether or not we truly will rely fully, rest fully on him and let him be the strength that we need when we don't have any strength of our own. So if you're struggling with something, I do have a word of encouragement um, and I, I have a suggestion. I'll just say that if you're struggling with something that you just can't seem to stop doing, then fast. I mean, if you're praying and reading your Bible and doing all these different things and nothing is working, nothing is working, then fast. If you haven't been fasting, start fasting. It's a powerful thing. Messiah didn't say, if you fast, when he talked to his disciples, his followers, and ultimately to us as well, he didn't say, if you fast, he said, when you fast. So apparently it's an important thing to him. And I know, I mean, he went into the wilderness and did it for 40 days. I got a kitty walking around on my, because you get down. Uh, he went into the wilderness and fasted for 40 days. He was in preparation for what his work was going to be. He was in preparation. He was, 
and he was being strengthened in that even though his body was struggling he was being strengthened and that's the same thing that happens with us when we fast I, I didn't know I was going to talk about this but he's putting it on my heart to talk about when we fast we're drawing closer to father and he strengthens us we don't fast so that we can get something from him we fast to draw close to him and he strengthens us in a in the process of that fasting so so did you stop so be encouraged if you're having a hard time go to father there are also people that will listen to messages like this and they will get so completely freaked out because they will think i'm never going to be forgiven i'm never going to be forgiven I heard all throughout this message, Father saying, I am not a man, I do not lie. So when he's saying that, he's telling us, look, if you read my word and my word says something like, which it does, my word says, uh, if you if you confess your sins to me, come and confess your sins. I am faithful and I will forgive you for your sins. So he doesn't want us staying back in those sins in our minds and, and moving into a place of terror where we feel like, oh my gosh, I, I, have, no, I have no hope. God's not going to forgive me. Well, basically when we talk like that to ourselves or to anybody else, we're saying that God's a liar. God did not lie. He said, if you repent, I'm faithful. I will forgive your sins. He's so much bigger than we give him credit for being. And he is more compassionate and he is more loving than we realize. But he's also a holy God. He wants a holy people. This is a message that goes through a lot of the videos I do because it's the truth, you guys. God wants a holy people. He sets us apart for his plans for his purposes for our lives when we belong to him we are not our own you know just look at all the scriptures where he talks about that where he says where we're told that just like uh, in scripture where he says it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. I, you know, we're supposed to be living sacrifices. In other words, we're walking around dead people. We're not zombies. We're walking around dead people. We are not our own. We've been bought with a price. And we've been bought with a price by the one who is more powerful and more faithful to his word than we have any concept. We cannot let the things that have happened in our lives or the things that we've done in our lives that have been failures or sins or uh, rejection of people or it doesn't even matter. It makes no difference what it is. We cannot let those things dictate whether or not we believe that God is who he says he is. He's trying to wake us up to see that he is always God, no matter what the circumstances may be, no matter what the future may hold, no matter what has happened in the past or even where we are right now. It does not change the fact that God is Almighty God and He will always be Almighty God. What needs to change and that He's trying to get many of His people to change is the belief that God is always God, that He is always Almighty, He is always all-powerful, that He allows things for His purposes and that He is, he is just and He is faithful and He will let the cup of the iniquity of the not just the ones that reject him, but also all of the ones that, all of the fallen angels, they will all pay a price. And that price will be eternal. So you guys, he doesn't want, I, I didn't used to understand why father would talk about uh, how he would cast out the unbelieving and all that. I thought, oh, you know, if we're, if we're trying, but we're still, 
because that's truly that's what he's saying when we are unbelieving we are declaring that he is not who he says he is and we are basically saying you are not god i don't believe you i don't trust you i don't believe you trust is a growing thing but it's something that we need to always be pressing into um i remember when i first one of the times on my many trips back to the lord before i finally stabilized and truly said okay i'm i'm giving up my life i am tired of going in and out of relationship with you lord and on one of my trips back to him i i had been prior to that i had been this was like in 1970 um i remember that I had had this incredibly beautiful, powerful experience. Messiah came into the room. He stood behind me. I was in this beautiful, uh, like a sh almost like a shaft of light coming from heaven. And I felt love and I felt there was so much. I cannot describe this experience. And, and I think I have on another video, but and maybe sometime along the future. But here's what happened. After all of that incredible encounter that I had with him and he really opened my eyes and really helped me see I still three years later I turned away and I turned and walked away from him and because uh, I really had not yet surrendered I really had not laid down my life I still wanted to have my own way and so then many years after that when I came back to him I remember there being a time when I, I just I kept feeling all this guilt and shame and self-condemnation because I had had such a beautiful experience with him and I had led people to uh, to grow I had helped people grow in their knowledge of scripture and all of that and I'd been a, a teacher in church and I had I'd done all these different things and then I walked away and I left a terrible uh, wound behind me in the people that had believed that I loved God and believed that I followed him. So my, I really hurt the, the testimony, uh, that testimony in their lives. So when I came back to the, when I came back to father years after that, as I said, I felt so much condemnation and so much guilt and shame over what I had done. And I remember going to be prayed for one time, ask somebody to pray for me because I was just really having a hard time. And it wasn't even, I can't even tell you all the reasons I went for prayer because I don't really know. I just know that when I sat down and the person who was praying for me started, God gave, gave that, uh, that man so much insight. And in the prayer, as he spoke, he said that father said he was not going to give me another powerful experience like that. And basically it was so that I would know that I was forgiven. He was saying, Father's not going to give you another one of those because those things fade. And he said, instead, he's going to teach you as you walk him day. Let's see. He's going to teach you. He's going to build in you the right kind of self-esteem and confidence, basically, in that relationship. As you walk with him, line upon line, precept upon precept. And I just started crying because I knew he was telling me, look, you have broken trust with a lot of people and they are not, it's not going to be a thing where they're just going to automatically trust you again. But as you walk with me every day, I'm going to make you stronger and I'm going to 
I'm going to fix all of that that you destroyed in uh, the trust in other people. But it's not going to be an immediate process. It's not going to be because you had some marvelous vision that you're going to know everything's okay. It's going to be as you come to me every day and walk with me line upon line and precept upon precept. Then I will I will heal in you what needs to be healed. I'll give you the kind of self-confidence you need to have. So you guys, I'm telling you this because there are people that watch and listen to messages like this and even other messages and go, well, God, you know, I've just failed so many times. And the Lord's saying to you now, you just walk with me every day. Stop looking at what you have not done or what you have done. Make the decision right now that you are going to believe me, that you're going to decide in your heart that you believe that I am not a man, that God Almighty is not a man. He doesn't lie. You, you decide that today and you follow me according to that belief. You just believe me and let me lead you because he also says in scripture, I refer to this one so much in, in Proverbs. It just blesses me so much that if we trust in him with all of our hearts, trust in him, there's the key, trust him. Don't depend on your own understanding. Your understanding is going to lie to you. Your understanding and mine is just too small. We don't know the things that we need to know to, to get it right or to, to make everything be okay. Only he knows. So he says to us, look, trust me, lean on me, rely on me, believe me, and I will make your path straight. You can't do it. I'm the only one that can. That's his word to us. Trust me. And that's what I hear through this whole message, him saying to his people, you say you believe, but do you really? You say you trust me, but do you really? And if you don't, then begin to do that today and just decide for this day, for this moment, for this hour, I am going to believe that you are God. And I promise you guys, he will prove himself to be true to his word, that he can be completely trustworthy. Here's what I've learned about him. <laughs> and this may sound like it doesn't even fit what I just said, but I have learned that God can be trusted to always be God and to allow things to happen to me that I don't like and allow bad things and even bring hard things into my life that I don't want or into the lives of the people that I care about. I can trust God to be God even when it isn't something that I want him to be doing. I've, I know that trusting him doesn't mean that all of a sudden, because we say we trust him, everything's going to be okay and we're not going to have any problems and it's going to just be all better and we're not going to have to go through stuff. That is truly a lie from the pit of hell if we think that way. And so, so today we choose. Today we decide, I'm going to trust you, Father. I don't understand, but I am going to trust you because I believe your word. I believe that you are who you say you are. You are absolutely God Almighty. You're not a man. You do not lie. And your plans are perfect and your, your paths are eternal. They lead to eternal life. And I want to be on that straight and narrow path. I want to be throughout eternity by my Father's side. God bless you guys. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. Um, I'm going to play a song <laughs> and I'm going to maybe have to put my glasses on to see this because this is tiny. Um, I'm going to play a song from Chuck's CD, Spirit Wind. 
It's called Wings Like Eagles. It's the one Father directed me to play for you because he wants us to realize that he wants us to be set free from the things that bind us to this earth. He wants us to stop walking according to the things that we see and hear with our natural eyes. He wants us to soar like eagles, to to fly on the heights where our Father reigns, to come out of our flesh and out of our human logic thinking and move into what seems so terribly illogical, which is to trust Him, to know what He's doing, and to follow Him at all costs. He's establishing His people. He's strengthening His people, you guys. God bless you. I will be back. I'm going to play this. I, I wish that I knew how to put a pretty picture up for you so that you wouldn't have to just sit here. I have to, I have to leave the video on, obviously, or you're not going to hear the recording. But uh, And I'm going to figure out how to do that, but right now I don't know how. So here's the song, Wings Like Eagles. God bless you guys.
Isn't that beautiful? Oh my goodness. I love the way my husband plays. He writes all of his own music and he performs all of it and records it all and does all the arrangements and everything. It's just amazing to me the gift that God has put in him because God is huge and he does good things, beautiful things. Well, you guys, uh, if you want to get one of the CDs, uh, we give them out, we send them out as uh, gifts to our to the people that are helping us financially. We we truly appreciate you. We want you to know we pray for you all every single day. We pray for your families. We pray for uh, whatever it is Father has for you because that's the very best prayer we can offer. And we thank you for taking the time to come and hear us. There are the Lord's been showing me some things that he's going to be doing here on the channel, and I'm very excited about it. Again, I ask you, please pray over everything, and please um, share the videos and subscribe if you haven't. Somehow it affects algorithms or whatever, algorithms or whatever that all that's about, I don't know. But um, I, I just want to say thank you once again, and God bless you guys. I'll be back as soon as the Lord sends me back. Talk to you later. Bye for now. Thank you.